Welcome everybody to the bar. Here we are serving NXT on tap tonight. How's everybody doing? What's going on, Phil? What's going on, Ginger? How are we doing? What's going on? Pretty good. Doing all, doing all, doing all right. Doing all right. Let me tell you this this episode of NXT. If this and last night's match between Dragon Lee and Dominic don't have you hyped for No Mercy, I don't know what what would ever get you hyped for that. Because the way they've built this show these last two nights has been phenomenal. You guys yeah, have I'm any excited thoughts on for, that? I'm excited for Trick Williams. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe they did that. Like I I I figured they were gonna put him in when he went and talked to uh HBK. I didn't think mm-hmm. they would pull the trigger. Didn't no, I? I didn't think they would. I thought they were gonna give it to Dragon Lee one more time. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what trick, I thought was gonna happen. To give it to Trick and I think and I was, was talking to Will before we were watching the first hour together. And I said, Do Trick Trick's a world chip Trick's world champion material. He is he's right up there. Like he's he deserves a title now. And I I'll tell you right now, I hope he gets it Saturday night. Fat. He has proven himself so quickly it's kind of unprecedented because he yeah. went from being a sidekick to now being in the title picture for the mid-card championship in NXT. Yeah. Literally sidekick to superstar. In like a month and a half. Which is impressive. Because he was the sidekick at Great American Bash. Yep. Then you had the dissension between the two of them because now you had Carmelo thinking that he didn't win this on his own. Yup. To now him being in a match at a PLE for a title. Yup. I <laughs> and he put on two great matches tonight. Yeah, it speaks wonders. Yeah, it speaks wonders for his stamina. His his ability to go out there and adapt to two different matches of two different styles. Oh and, yeah, I mean he. I think Trick Williams was your star of the night. He really went out there and performed, and he deserves he deserves what he's getting. Agreed. So, before we get into his two matches, let's talk about the opening match on uh, the card tonight. You had the finals for the Heritage Cup Invitational, and you had Butch take on Joe Coffee. Phil. I could tell that you uh, like Pete Dunn over there. Let's hear your thoughts on it. Hey, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I I've I've always been a fan of the Bruiserweight, 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 uh, Pete Dunn, Butch. I mean, let's let's be real. We we just need it changed back to Pete Dunn, please, 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 Uncle Sean, Uncle Hunter, please, just change but, it to Pete Dunn. <laughs> but can you can you honestly say that the two people? That have not suffered from a name change were Pete Dunn and Gunther. I can honestly say without a doubt, Gunther and Butch have really gotten a big push out of those name changes. I'm so yeah, maybe maybe let's maybe we should, maybe I'll keep that. I can keep that because and when and when they introduced him as Butch, they said we know him as Butch. 
they never said it was his name. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the yeah, opportunity yeah. is still right for him that. to go back to that and be Pete. Yeah, he can always go back to Butch. Or be so done. I did like how they did that when he was introduced in the Brawling Brutes. So I could mm -hmm. see eventually him turning on them, and that's how we get Pete Dunn back. Right. And then, but then going through, but now I guess going through the match with uh, Joe Co Joe Coffey, uh, it seems like a very so it seems like a very solid match that I would honestly see on a match on NXT UK, and that's not a bad thing. That that for me is great because this was honestly a big example of I, I guess uh, a bit of the British strong style of wrestling, like. British strong style really consists of it really consists of a lot of hard striking moves, but yet yet mixed in with some very some very like uh, I would say very like almost sc very scary technical abilities. like people like especially with Pete Dunne knowing how he works with the especially with the fingers the joint manipulation you could see the same thing going on with Joe Coffee as well Joe Coffee's got that guy a killer discus lariat he's got a like and then what is it Pete Dunn and then Butch amazing ASI moon salts like from the middle of the from the middle of the post to like um, amazing different step up in Zagiris and then of course the bitter end which is a basic pump handle into a flat liner like classic british strong style wrestling that got me very interested in what we are going to see at no mercy against noam dar so i think what aj here was trying to say that butch vs coffee was when gunther debuted in nxt uk um but at that point it would have been walter debuting not gunther <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to see Coffee win this. I really oh. did. I think Gallus would have been able to equal out metaphor. See, we, I think this I mean, is not, where you, I'm not against good. Butch winning. I'm not against it. I just wish I just wish Coffee would have won this one. I think we're gonna get. Um, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name now. Ridge Holland showing up at the pay per view and being um, Butch's like, like a, in Butch's corner. Yeah, you know I definitely, I definitely see that because I don't know, I don't think, I, I'm, I don't know if they would really pull the trigger to have Sheamus be there, but I can definitely see Ridge. Well, Sheamus uh, has a shoulder injury right now, that's why I haven't seen him on TV. That's right. So yeah, I that don't think sense. he'll be there, but. We'll we'll discuss our we'll discuss our pay per view predictions later. I don't want to get too into that right now. Of course, <laughs> of course. Let's let's keep, let's keep going. Um, the four segments they had tonight with uh, the family and the NXT, I thought were very well done. I loved how they set it up. They all sat down for a meal. The food was there. You had the hesitation by Umberto and um, Angel Garza Angel. thinking that they were going to. They were trying to poison them through the food. You had mm -hmm. the Creed brothers show up. You had um, <laughs> Brutus and who's the other one? Julius. Julius. And one of them was just shoving his face the entire time. Just keep asking for more food. It was great. Most likely Brutus. I wouldn't be surprised. And then we had a match later in the night 
between Hank and Tank versus uh, OTM. Out the which mud. It, out, which their new name is now called Out the Mud. And I love the presentation from them because right. it reminded right. me so much of Grand Theft Auto. Their name is Out the Mud. <laughs> yeah, it's like OTM. Time came from Grand Theft Auto. They're called OTM Out the Mud. And it's, they brought it up. Is that last a slang week. for something? It's OTM like stands. Yeah. Like they're coming like out of the, the they're coming out of the gutter. Like they're building themselves oh, up. Oh, okay. Which is why, I don't know slang why I, I brought up, which is why I brought up the whole uh, uh, crime time thing. Hey, what's the, going on, Ritter? Hey. How are we doing tonight? Ritter. Um, but yeah, like the whole presentation, the coloring, the screens, the music, it reminded me like straight out of Grand Theft Auto. It was great. Yeah. I, and I the match between really... them and Hank and Tank was actually pretty entertaining. It was pretty good. Like you even got you even got a uh, scripts. I mean a uh, Reginald or Red no, it's scripts. <sighs> scripts. Right. Come on. We all know it's Reggie. We all know it's Reginald. A, a very a very posh sommelier. Except the only thing is, he's now decided to go gangster and work with out the mud. <laughs> I think they they had a they had a good match. I think it, that using Hank and Tank was perfect because they're both bigger guys. So it shows that out the mud or OTM. I can't call it out the mud. OTM is just. You're you're not wrong, Mister Will. Tonight with... you're not wrong. <laughs> Um, but no, they, their presentation was good. I mean, they ran some vignettes a couple weeks before, so the crowd was familiar. At first, I was like, Who's that? Oh, I was like, okay, I know who these guys are. But and the way that they debuted when they came out and just beat up everybody, it was a good, yeah. uh, nice way oh, to yeah. introduce themselves. It established them as like a like a big dominant dominant force. And then Although you had I do um, find that like the the cutaway. Like the cutaway that they kind of gave last week was kind of funny because uh, it's like they they were literally uh, they were literally running like an illegal gambling yeah. operation. The fact that they were like doing an illegal gambling operation, right? It was like, like it was dice. like in the court in the streets. They were like a, like dice, in New York, everything else. Yeah. Literally New York, just like with the dice, just like I'm. And like, then ah. you had, and then when you had scripts turn on Axiom, like it was just like it was just a great way to build them up. And make them actually legit contenders. Yeah, what so was I, li funny. I liked how they did it. Yeah, what was funny though about Axiom and Scripps like teaming up at first, and then uh, Scripps betraying Axiom was that? I mean, Axiom had kind of already established himself as NXT's resident Power Ranger, and that Scripps was basically just trying to just. It felt like when Scripps had the old orange and black costume, it's like. He was trying to do. He was trying to be like that. Like every Power Ranger, every Power Ranger thing almost has. Almost all of them has like a rogue, a you know, an evil ranger in it. And it was it was just funny because you had Axiom at the time. He was wearing the black gear, so you had the black ranger, and then he was wearing the gold. And I'm like, no, the white ranger's gone rogue. <laughs> Now, and, yeah, and now you've and now you've got him like literally acting as a manager for uh, for out the mud. And honestly, I think this could do some 
some really good, cool things he, for uh, He fits perfectly with them, and I like how they're doing it. Um, yeah. So they ended up winning the match versus Hank and Tank, and they got they earned their seat at the table tonight, and then they made their way to the restaurant where they joined the other two, and then they got down to business when all three teams were there. Yeah. And they set up the match for Saturday at No Mercy, and what you think was going to be a straight one-on-one -on -one match turns into a fatal four-way now with the, that was a taking on, with the family taking on all three of them. I was not expecting them to do that at all. I, I figured the, the family was going to take the person who actually respected the hospitality and went through the whole motions and did everything and ate everything as being like, we, we appreciate everything you've done. And that's who was going to get the title opportunity. But I like how they did it, included everybody. I like the one part about the whole the vignette once all four teams were at the table, where, and it was just a subtle thing, but where one of the guys from OTM stands up and D'Angelo goes like this and snaps his fingers and he goes, Oh, you didn't tell us he rolled like that. It showed it showed a little it showed a little bit of like okay we're badasses but we know where we like there's still a line we're not willing to cross just yet kind of thing. I know that's, exact, that's exactly that's exactly what you want to tell uh, you mom brothers are talking crazy like that. That's exactly what Jax is talking about right now, Ritter. It's the fact that they were sitting there, the guy stood up like he was ready to roll the place, and then they, <laughs> he was like, Dink, and then six guys come out, he goes, Okay. I'm sitting back down. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I love the segments. Um, I thought it was great how they did everything tonight. Um, they set up three new matches for the pay-per-view tonight. And they yes, all have is. a story and they have an all have a story behind it. So after that, um, you had a quick match between Corgan and Corbin and Briggs, which was really a quick match. It was essentially a squash, but it was to set up and continue building the story for the pay-per-view match between him and Breaker. Breaker comes out. They get into a little scuffle. They go their separate ways. You think you think nothing of it, and boy, were you wrong. Because if you watch that ending. That is how you set up a match for the pay-per-view. With that beatdown that they did, they were destroying they were essentially destroying a car. And then to go through a wall and land in trip in uh HPK's office. And then you have about What's 15 security on? guards pulling them apart. Makes me want to see what they're gonna do in this match. What the hell is wrong with you guys? I'm trying to work. <laughs> Is this just a regular match? Or is this like a it, no holds bars? It's just it a regular was, it's match. It's a regular match, but the way they're setting this up, it, it, you know, and the way that Booker T would, would describe it, <clears throat> no bread, no water, just meat. I think they're going to change it. Oh. Is, is that like three weeks in a row, Will, that you've watched NXT? Did Jax convert you? 
Oh, we have to. I have a um a proposition for you after the show, scouts. It involves Will. Let's okay. just put it this way: it involves Will in the bar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if the bar can handle another uh, another person sitting at it. Um. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to this match now. Uh, I really wasn't that intrigued by it because I thought it was not built properly, but after tonight, I'm all in. The other things that we had going on tonight, you had um, Thea Hale versus Danny Danny Palmer. Who will be Thea Hale looking good. A lot of people don't like this storyline with Thea. I honestly like I honestly think that this is doing good stuff for her, honestly, because like, yeah, yeah. Andre Andre threw the towel in with her when she had the match with Tiffany. And of course, that that's just sent her going like at first it seemed like it's it seemed like she was just going on a downward spiral. But now that JC has decided, like JC decided to like kind of, you know, stay that stay there, you know, to try to be a just tr- just to like try to be a friend. But then develop. But then all of a sudden they develop this this bond over you know Thea just growing up in general. Like she, they're make they're making this something like a lot bigger than what we're getting because. Thea just used to be uh, like a joke. She used to just be the cheerleader that went out there, you know. Yeah, chase you, chase you, yeah. But but no, now it's like she is starting to become somebody completely different. She's really she's really working it different. I think she's I'm, I think she can do great things down the line. So I always thought she was great in a ring. I thought she should have won the title off of Tiffany Stratton in the second match before this happened. And I was pissed that he threw the towel in because it's yeah. like, that's not what they were. That's not what chase you was about. Like, that's not no. how they portrayed chase you being as quitters. And right. that's what really got her upset and changed her character. And then you have that one mean girl step in when the person is vulnerable. And now she's. Yeah. Now the ways of being a heel. Yeah. <laughs> and growing up, she goes from the girl who was wearing the cheerleader outfit to now the girl who is now in the bathroom smoking during seventh period. Like, you can <laughs> definitely see the change. Yeah, it's kind of like um, the uh, Julia Hart and Julia. That's that something different. That's completely different. That, will, that was. A cheerleader for the varsity blondes getting spewed it's getting spewed with black mist by Malachi Black, slow then slowly becoming like she became completely disinterested in the group until she completely snapped and then became the princess of the black throne for the for I, the house. I of feel black. like the Julia Hart situation is from life to death. Like she, she was alive yes. and now she's dead. Like that's the way now that she's I dead inside. Being. Yeah. Julia Hart went through that phase in high school. Your mom said, don't date that guy. <laughs> it's like, son, don't date that woman. I mean, she, she is a date. All I know about Julia Hart, though, is that she's dating big shoddy Lee Johnson. And what is he doing right now? Almost nothing. Thea is new. 
Thea's new cutie. Yes. Look at my face. Thea, Thea is the new. <laughs> Damn Ritter. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Ritter. I should have read that comment before putting it up. We'll just add to it. What? We'll just add. We'll just like fuck it. <laughs> so she had a match tonight and she pretty much got rid of Danny in quick work. Um, Danny was starting to get built up when she had Dana Brooke by her side and they were building to feud towards that. I feel like we're going to see less and less of Danny now um, unless they can f- turn something around and get her back involved in something. I mean, correct, correct me. It, cor- you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I fe- I thought uh, just just for me, I thought that um, I thought she I thought that Dana Brooke was the one working with Kalani Jordan, but then again, then again, that's was just it? Me. No, she you might working. be right. Yeah, I think it was, I believe it was she was working with Kalani Jordan because. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just, I just have that feeling. I just had that. Oh, feeling. you might, you like it, like I said, you might be right. Um, no, oh no, because Danny Palmer was, was um, that one friend. She was like, kind of displayed as like the friend of Sol Ruka, and just right. sort of after we got Sol introduced Ruka, to Danny Palmer in that one match, and then she got, got injured, injured by the secret attacker, which turned out to be Blair. Hey, Matt, what's up? So. They announced that the women's breakout tournament, um, the bracket's going to be revealed at No Mercy. So I'm looking forward to seeing who's involved in that. They did Danny say Palmer's that. Already been confirmed. Right. I was just going to say they did say that Danny Palmer would be in that. I think Thea uh, Thea Hale should be in it too, um, yeah. even though she's had a title shot before. But that mm-hmm. leaves us with the well. We still have the strap match between. Um, Dijak and, and Eddie Thorpe. That and one really told a story. That match, so good. Like that Eddie Thorpe, if one. if you were not, if you don't know who Eddie Thorpe is, like honestly, go watch some of his previous stuff in New Japan, and then you'll see what he's doing here, and just see how he's been. Hey, I mean, if you hate ads, there is always one way to get rid of that, Ritter. Amazon Prime. No, all he has to do, yeah, just if you have an Amazon Prime sub, just use it here or get somebody to gift you one. Talk to Will over there. He might help you out. And thanks for the, the resub over there, Pure Skills. Love it. Thank you. Yeah, buddy. Let's go. Um, but yeah, this match, like, I love how they had the story where they he got the win in front of his family, but then he got his ass beat afterwards. Like oh it, yeah, like best it, of both worlds. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because, like, obviously they mentioned in the match that Dijak was wearing the same white belt that he was using to desecrate the tree, mm-hmm. um, and and then at the same time he was using it to kind of whip up Eddie Thorpe when he was in the quote unquote tree of woe. So, I I thought it was nice how they did that. Yeah, that yeah, it, it, like there was a little bit of symbolism behind it. The fact though that also Dijak was aiming so a, like I think a, quite a few of his insults toward his his niece, and she was like only six years old, seeing stuff like this happen, like kind of seeing like that little bit of 
out of her face. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Any thoughts on this match, uh, Jax, before we meet, uh, move to uh, the So is Dijak still a racist cop? <laughs> no, Dijak is the Dijak in there. I thought, I mean, at first I was like, why, why not save this? For, I wish they would have saved it for No Mercy. I think it gave it a little more time at No Mercy. But for for what it was, man, it was just fucking hard hitting both of them. And I love like like Phil was saying the camera work with the with the niece, like the camera. That's that's pure heel work right there. That's old school heel work. Piss off the kids. If you can piss off a kid, get them crying. You are a heel in my book. So, I would have agreed with this being on No Mercy. However. There's already six matches on the card, and that's already a lot for an NXT yeah, pay per view. NXT normally has five, and they're good to go. This one they have six because they have all the titles being defended, and then you have Corbin versus uh, Breaker. So I think that it's, I think that's going to be uh, a good enough card. The, mat, uh, the match was good, but this view was at pay-per-view worthy. Mm, I see. <laughs> What's going on, Tommy? How are we doing tonight? <laughs> I think, uh, so Phil, I think you're being referred to as Hunter Hearst Helmsley in this scenario here. Phil will forever be Hunter Hearst Helmsley. <laughs> Am I between? <laughs> Game baby is real. Okay, Will. Just like swords, uh, <laughs> so let's move on to the main star of tonight. Um, Dominic Mysterio. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I still <laughs> love the fact, really came to talk I still about love the fact that he had no idea about the triple threat, and he's like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm 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 gonna be chilling on the couch, mommy next to me, eating chicken nuggies. I'm yes. just like, not the chicken nuggies again. And then it's once so he finds it. out about the triple threat to be fatal four match, wait a minute. No, this is not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I love how they did that. Like, because it was announced right before the show. He was like the second interview in. So it made it look like he couldn't have seen it yet. But it was great how they did it. Um, and then he went and complained, everything else. And then you had. The man who won his first match of the night, uh, Trick Williams versus Joe Gacy. And I don't know what they're doing right now with um, Schism. I feel like it's it's stalling, so to speak. Um, yeah, kind of feels like it's coming to a stalemate. And, and it feels weird, though. It feels weird because... Trick is Trick is like been given offers from both Schism and Judgment Day of like you know hey you know you're not really doing you're not really doing much with you know sticking with Carmelo you can join up like you have two Dark Orders saying join us no join us and it's like no neither one yes yes I do <laughs> so I don't think that Trick Williams is going to join Judgment Day. Obviously, just like Drew McIntyre will never join Judgment Day. And the reason for that is because he is the one that won the Fatal Four Way tonight in the main event of 
the evening between which, which also which also added another great moment for that match because we had be, a new stipulation between uh, Dragon Lee Axiom uh, Tyler, Tyler Bate, Bate. and then Trick Williams was added after he went to HBK and said that he needs he wants to go for a title and the moments in this match like the way the some of the the sequences that they had like the one where axiom ran over stepped on the back of tyler Bate to break up the pin and then canadian destroyer uh dragon lee that was sick (laughs) and then dragon lee rolls over hits the ring post and then just falls down <laughs> so if Jacksville joins the chat is popping off. NXT is dank. We could get a big rib. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, and I wear a singlet on purpose. Stop! Ma- stop trying to make the dark order happen. It's not going to happen. And so, yeah, Ritter, okay. you you hit it. You hit the nail. You hit the nail right on the head, right. bro. So we were going to talk about this. Um, if you go back and watch this little vignette, the first thing that he does is he's changing the channel and then he says it goes to like an eyewitness news report. He then switched the channel and it goes to the Cincinnati Bengals NFL team. So what does that have? What color scheme is that? It's a tiger. It says. Oh, sorry. It's a, ti- it's a tiger <laughs> color scheme, the black and the yellow, black and orange. As an in- credit to Jax on this. As they go to the next channel that he's changing to, you see an image of what shirt he's wearing. It and looks like a tiger. It it is the same exact shirt that this wrestler has been wearing previously. The next thing that goes up on the TV screen is WCW. So if you put two and two together. Who was in WCW and who wears shirts like that? Yeti. A loose can a loose cannon by the name of Brian Pillman. So it it most likely is going to be Brian Pillman Jr. <laughs> Will Grace said Moxley? I mean, he's not wrong. What? Except Moxley was never in WCW. Nah, nah, nah. Um, why are we all <laughs> muted? This chat's just popping off tonight. Tommy going scream, screaming, go Bengals. Phil ans- uh, Will answering back after Bengals. He's also from OHIO. Who, who needs help right now? Joe Burrow. <laughs> so I think that we're going to start seeing these little vignettes. Um, I don't see him coming in the next couple weeks. I think it's going to be more towards um, like two or three weeks after No Mercy is done with. It'll be before the next premium live event. Yeah, I don't know when the next one is. I think the next one is going to be Halloween Havoc. And I don't know if that's actually going to be a PLE or if it's going to be a weekly show. I feel like that one's going to be – I feel like that one would be – I think that one's going to be a free TV one because – I believe the last one they I believe the last Halloween Havoc they did 
at, at least the one I remember where Wes where Wesley won the North American title. I believe that one was free TV. Yeah, one what of them was free TV. Away this shit for free. One was free TV. The other one was a was a PLE. So it it can go back and forth. If they don't have any other, I don't know what they're doing. If they're because they're not going to have a PLE on that Saturday for um, Crown Jewel, so to speak. I don't know what that's the actual name of it, but. So, overall, what was your thoughts on tonight's episode of NXT? It did um, good for storytelling and building into the No Mercy pay-per-view. I wish we would have had a little more when it came to the women's um, championship match other than just of, of the vignettes. But it really did good, like, getting the Get the finalizing of the story, building some more matches. Dragon Lee, now the special guest referee. Yeah, oh. they, added that, they added that little thing at the end after uh, Dominic was complaining about how HBK doesn't run the show. It's him. Um, yeah, I get. I I could see how you'd be upset that they didn't have that tonight, but. I think they're pushing it towards next week because right now there was so much going on since tonight. I don't felt it would have gotten any time. Yeah. Yeah. And especially, I think that would have been a disservice to both of them. Especially with especially with what they were doing with Trick Williams. It seemed like that all uh, that all eyes for like the um like one of the highlights of the night was really the fact that Trick Williams went out Wrestle, wrestled, had a uh, singles match with Josh Briggs, defeated him no problem. Joe Gacy. Uh, you know, and then him standing his ground, making a statement. My man, my man Carmelo is going to go out there and he's going to win. He's got a title. I think it's time I got a title of my own. He goes, he goes into, he goes into HBK's office. And then, boom, we get, we get an instant update that. It's going to be a fatal four-way match. He goes into this four-way match and he wins the whole thing. Like it's not, this it's is... not that we even got an update on it. He went and told Tyler Bain Axiom himself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally told. Yeah, he literally said it right to their face. And the fact that that happened, and then he came out and he won the whole thing. Trick is like the superstar of the night tonight. And between oh, yeah. that. And the segments with the um, the family for the tag division, that's why I don't think they had that match tonight. That 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 make, and that 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 does make sense. And then, of course, to cap off the evening after, I mean, well, obviously we still had the we still had the uh, the brawl, the big of of Corbin so, and Breaker, but we had the contract signing between Melo and Dragon uh, Carmelo Hayes and Ilya Dragunov for the NXT title. That was the last thing we got to talk about tonight. Um, I the promo by Dragonoff tonight in this makes me believe he's winning. Oh, absolutely! And, and I think and I think it's time because then you can have Carmelo go up to the main roster, and I don't think it's going to be that long before he does. You you caught your head a little bit over there, Ginger. 
I felt like you didn't think I was going to say that. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, I don't I thought <laughs> up until tonight, I was like, all right, Ilya's winning this. But when Trick and Carmelo had their little thing backstage, we're like, we're going home with all the gold. I went, that'd be a great way to end the, the Trick Williams story, him being a champion next to Carmelo. I like, so it, it can go both ways. So, do you think that he holds on to the title because he threw that little jab in at Trick saying, I'm not Trick? And then he stopped short and is like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> mm. What's going uh, on, Jamie? How are we doing tonight? It's going to be a hard one to call for me. I want to see both of them win, actually. I think that would actually be pretty interesting. Honestly, but anything else we want to discuss about uh, NXT tonight before I hit the little video and then we come back with our NXT predictions for No Mercy? Uh, I, I feel like I was gonna I, I I was gonna have something to say, but I realize it's more towards the prediction end, so I I don't have anything to say on my end. Okay. No, we'll be back I, I think a... we discussed it all. All right. We'll be back in about 20 seconds. 